For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. It's Wednesday the 2nd of August. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Dan McHugh here and I'm joined by Shane Lee. How are we, Dan? I'm pretty good. I hear you and Tommy are heading off to some sporting events. Yeah, my son Tom, um, he's pretty excited. He... He loves all sports at the moment, which is good. He's only eight years old. So we're t- I'm taking him out uh, next Saturday out to watch the Swans match um, on the Saturday at 1.45. So he's pretty pumped about that. He's, he, last time we went last year, he saw the Collingwood game, which was a one-point match. So he thinks it's going to be awesome and close again. So hopefully it is. Um, and then I'm taking him out to the Roosters Club. So he's, he's been collecting footy cards like, we used to, like I used to do when I was a kid. So he wants to get a few things signed. So he's pretty excited, mate. He's going to see the Roosters and the Swans and hopefully get a few of his cards signed, you reckon? Hey, it's pretty actually exciting taking your son out to the to mm-hmm. the sports because I took uh, Rafi up to, that's my son's name, yep. up to the Newtown Jets cool. the other week. Cool. And it was just, he loved it. He was like, yeah, he went good. nuts. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Beautiful, mate. So it's, uh, I think there's a special dad-son bonding thing there that... Yeah, it's a bit of magic. Anyway, let's stop talking about that. We'll be discussing all sorts of sports today. The spirit of cricket, Mm. Women's World Cup, netball, AFL, NRL, rugby and more. Have you heard about Cell AED? It's the world's first mini personal defibrillator. You can keep it at home, the office or even your sports bag. Cell AED is game-changing technology that you can use if someone has sudden cardiac arrest which can affect anyone from kids on the sporting field to adults at home. Sudden cardiac arrest happens suddenly with no warning. You only have minutes to get the defibrillator on the person affected. That's where Cell AED comes in. You can help save the life of someone you love. Every home should have a Cell AED. It's really a lifesaver. Learn more at CellAED.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D.io. So a quick look at the cricket, Shane. Uh, Post-Ashes. Apparently the English team didn't rock up to the post-series drinks and left the Aussies hanging. Yeah. Was that sort of thing ever your experience when you played? Is it a big deal? It's a massive deal. It's poor. It's um, And I hate to think, like, this is Australia's been playing England since 1877. There's always been a special bond between Australia and England, and um, it's gone on for many years. It's It's way bigger than this current team. Um, and, and the a tradition is you go in the last match, you go into the winner's room, um, particularly the end of the series. They used to do it. used to do it pretty much every test match back in the day in the 70s when you were, they were drinking piss left, right and centre. But, um, mm. but yeah, it's, it's very, very important. Stokes now is saying, oh, they went on because they had a few retirements in broad and they said their, their own internal stuff went on a bit long, but the Aussies were waiting outside the change room for, for an hour. So that's really, really poor. It's just, and Brendan McCallum, a New Zealander, who's a coach of England, is in the middle of this, and he's one that said, I'm not going to be drinking with the Aussies. So you've got a New Zealander in the middle of Australia and, and England. You know, it's, it's really, really poor. It's, it's, it's a bit of a sad day for cricket, I think. I would like to evoke, do you know the story of A Christmas Tale? Yep. Where, where, mm-hmm. if, where the spirit of Christmas, past, present and future mm-hmm. makes itself known. Yeah. I've, I feel like this is a cricket tale, and the guys need a little bit of a dose of the spirit of cricket past, present and future. 
Look, no, look, no doubt. And look, it was frustrating during the series. I, I, I could see England's point of view with that run out, um, Bearstow, but that was in the rules of the game. But then, you know, Stokes took that catch and he knew he dropped it. And then he, then he went to, the, to review it, which wasn't in the spirit of the game. So look, both teams have made mistakes. But at the end of the day, you've played for your country, you've played hard for it. It's been two all. It's been a fantastic series of cricket. And to end on that note is just really, really poor. Moving on to a more positive story, looking at the Women's World Cup soccer, FIFA, Denmark beat Haiti 2-0 yesterday, which means the Matildas will play Denmark mm-hmm. on Monday. Yep, yep. Uh, and that'll be a tough match for them. Uh, Denmark, uh, a very, very good side, um, very organised. Uh, and as I said, a 2-0 win uh, over Haiti there. Um, the English girls were on fire. They beat China PR um, 6-1. Uh, Lauren, That's massive, isn't it? Yeah, Lauren James, um, who scored a goal herself, but she becomes the youngest player in the history of World Cups, Women's World Cups, to be involved in five goals in one match, uh, which is a huge effort for her. She, she had a hand in five of the six goals, so congratulations to her. She's one to watch. She sure is. And that means uh, England will play Nigeria on Monday as well when uh, uh-huh. the Aussies are facing Denmark. There you go, mate. So that's a big match. I think the Nigerians are uh, will give England a run for their money, um, but England looking very good. They're putting a lot of lot of goals in the net at the moment. All right, let's have a look at the Netball World Cup. Uh, Malawi gave Australia a bit of a scare. They put the diamonds in their place in the first half of the game. They sure did. It is a game of two halves, but yeah, at half time, we're a team that we thought we were going to dominate. Malawi, we're uh, we were tied at half time. Uh, but then the injection of, of Sophie Garbin came on. She scored 28 goals and at a um, uh, 87% uh, success rate there. But MVP, um, Steph Wood, landed um, 18 goals herself at 95%, um, 17 fields and, uh, and 13 assists. So the Aussies end up winning quite comfortably in the end after after a scare. It was 70 to 46. Yeah, it was like they didn't rock up in the first mm. half or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. It can happen sometimes. And I think um, certain... T- when you, when you get on a roll, you want to start trying different combinations and, and give other people potential time yeah. um, and, or a rest. So, uh, it's probably more like it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Sophie Garbin came in and just sorted that out second half. The Dwarf Games are currently taking place in Cologne in Germany. Uh, with over 20 countries involved, Australia is definitely there in full force. Um, I haven't really been able to find much on medal tallies or game results Although I can see we've we've definitely got a soccer team, we've definitely got some track and field stuff happening. Mm. Uh, did did you have any luck finding any results stuff? <laughs> no, I, I didn't, mate. I'm trying to I'm trying to be serious here because this is a real story, the dwarf games. I'm, but I'm thinking dwarfs and and Germany. What could go wrong here? Um, <laughs> but uh, look, the, the Australians are led by um, captain um, Samantha Lilly, and she said she always struggled at school and um, with sport, but she's now representing the country. She's competing in both football and basketball. But other sports on offer there, you've got archery, crossbow, badminton, swimming, track and field, table tennis and volleyball. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen any results yet, but I'll, I'll keep an eye on that one, Dan. Yeah, I believe there's still four days to go, so hopefully the Aussie team does well. Yes. Uh, stay with us because we're going to take a quick break talking rugby, AFL, NRL in just a moment. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. (laughs) 
Shane, let's look at the rugby union. The rugby? Uh, Australia versus New Zealand. Game two this weekend. Any thoughts? Oh, my God, mate. So this is the last game before the World Cup, and uh, we have not won, uh, beaten the All Blacks at home over there since uh, 2001. Um, Australia's $10. Uh, Some booking agencies actually, uh, New Zealand are $1.01 unbackable favourites here so it's going to be really really tough it looks like we'll get absolutely smashed over there then we'll go to our World Cup under Eddie Jones with with no wins under our belt mate it's bloody been tough for these guys but I'm trying to read some positives out of what some of the guys are saying they said oh they've got a plan they're sticking to it but you know they're all saying if we can just do what we did for the first 10 minutes against the All Blacks last match for the full 80 it's a different story of course it is you can't show up for 10 minutes. It's an 80-minute match. Mm, okay. Well, let's have a look at the AFL. Have you seen this young bloke from Hawthorne, uh, Max Lynch? He's retired after just yeah. 11 AFL games due to concussion. Yeah, poor kid. Uh, 24 years of age. Um, he was drafted initially with Collingwood, um, played one game there, I think, uh, and then went across to Hawthorne. Um, he's a ruckman, tall guy, and he's had... Um, a number of concussions um, over his career um, to the point where doctors had to intervene. And this we're starting to see this now with all these issues. And the advice from the medical staff was basically, mate, you need to retire. Um, you keep getting knocked out. Your, your health is bigger than, than your career. The good news is, and I hope that they keep this guy around, because apparently he's a lovely kid, hope they keep him around the game. And he's, he's now going to do some coaching with the AFLW, which is fantastic. But... Uh, Mate, when you're 24 years of age, we've all been there, um, you feel invincible. You know, you've got the world at your feet. You've been drafted to play AFL football, a dream come true for any kid. And then after 11 games, you, just because you keep getting knocked out, you have to retire. It's pretty upsetting for him. Yeah, it's something about that number 11. Will Pukowski had 11 oh, did concussions. Yeah. Uh, it, it it just reminds me of that story. Yeah. Is he? What's he up to? Look, he's slowly coming back. Um yeah, it'd be interesting to see because there's going to be some changes in, in this Aussie test batting lineup. And look, he's a prodigious talent, but he keeps, as you said, keeps getting hit in the head. And um, But yeah, last season, I think he, he played for most of it without getting hit again. So that's a good sign. Okay, let's move to NRL. The Melbourne Storm have been celebrating their revoked mm. grand final wins recently uh, that were taken away due to salary cap preachers. This whole story really confuses me. Why are they? Why is why are they making this a public stunt? I, I don't understand it. Why is this happening? I don't have to storm. Were I think this was internally. Um, this was and shared with the fans. Um, so they're talking about. So the storm have won 1999, 2000, 2009, 2007, 2009 were the two years where the premierships were taken away because of salary cap issues. But they, they, then they won 2012, 17, and 2020. Bill, mm. um, Billy Slater said, "Look." You can understand why people will be upset. Why are we celebrating years where we effectively cheated? But he said, there's guys that played in those series um, that won and did the preseason, and internally we, we want to acknowledge them. You can't just wipe them from history. Um, it's not an outward-facing um, uh, event we're doing. It's more for, for our players and for ourselves and for the fans, and that's the reason he celebrated it. But, yeah, it's made a lot of people really pissed off. I don't know. To me, it seems seems pretty strange. Yep, yep. Um, uh, something other that kind of seems strange to me is what's going on at Penrith. If you're to believe what the media are talking about, they're falling apart um, and are just letting their team be sold off to other clubs. Um, for example, Jerome Luai, who's off contract or coming up to being off contract, 
Um, the media are speculating that you know he's if he stays with Penrith, he's going to have to have a reduced salary, and mm. if he he may be on the market to go to places like the Raiders. Um, what, what do you think about all of this? Oh, look, look, no doubt. Look, Penrith are not falling apart at all. They they have they have talent everywhere. They've got the biggest mm. player catchment pool. They've got their juniors coming through left, right, and centre. Um, Jerome Luai, yes, he's off contract. Will he go to the Raiders and play with Ricky Stewart? <laughs> no way in the world you put those two together. Jerome right. Luai doesn't doesn't drink. He, he's very religious. He does his own thing. He's a bit aloof, you know. Um, yep. He's got his mates and You've got Ricky Stewart who's the hard ass and screams at you. And that, that They would not work well together. Saying that, there's a spot there. And would he make a difference to that team if they could manage <laughs> Ricky and his um, personal feelings? Yeah, he would make a difference to that side, but I cannot see him going there. He's not, I don't think he wants to leave Penrith. Yeah, if I were him, I wouldn't want to leave either. No. I, I feel like it's all just media speculation. Yeah, Let's sure. create a story. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I also feel like he's probably a lot better a guy than the media make him out to be as well. Yeah, yeah. And look, he's he's easy guy not to like because um, they've been so successful in recent times. And when he showed up for New South Wales, he probably hasn't always played as well as we would have liked. So that turns a... a few people's noses up but um is he a good footballer absolutely that's it for afternoon sport today make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen a big thank you to our sponsors our fantastic sponsors sell aed it's the world's smallest defibrillator we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport we'll see you then guys take care this is michael carianas from the daily telegraph and i've just had a blast on fire up find fire up on any podcast app